0: Welcome to Heaven Encounters I am your host Randy Kay and we will be talking with those like me who encountered the afterlife either in heaven and in some cases even hell hi welcome to Heaven Encounters my guest today is Santosh Acharji he came from a Hindu family and uh, very much involved uh, in Hinduism and then he died from a rupture and he had an experience that will be absolutely spectacular so santosh it's great to have you with us today
1: hello everyone my name is santosh acharji and i was born and raised in a very conservative hindu family in india and not only that my father was a very strong conservative hindu he was a well-renowned sanskrit scholar sanskrit is the original language most of the indian languages came from so he wasn't he was really well renowned in that not only that he had a lot of you know he was well reputed for well reputed for his um, priestly activities everybody loved him everybody had a lot of respect for him. But for myself, I took a different route. I came into the technical and engineering field. And after completion of my studies, I went to Germany for further training. And from Germany, I immigrated to Canada. And from Canada, I was transferred to many, many countries. When I had a job, I transferred to many, many countries in the world. Until such time when one night I had a very severe chest and abdomen pains. I was sweating left left and right. And everyone thought I was having a heart attack. Paramedics came and took me to the nearest hospital. And they also thought that I was having a heart attack. But after several tests, they determined that I did not have the heart attack. My gallstones ruptured, but when they ruptured, they actually punctured the nearby organ called pancreas from one end to the other end. As a result, the pancreas was wounded. and It was bleeding. My heart rate skyrocketed up to 204, and there was no end in sight. To make the long story short, the doctors in the hospital, they thought they could not do anything for me, nothing. Up until now, there is no such medication or cure that's available for what I had. The only thing I could do, the doctors said, was pray and hope. But for me, I did not know to whom to pray and how to pray. Then one day I'd come. Well, I'd further complications in the hospital, and they did some wrong procedures, not intentionally, where my you know the my lungs got filled up with blood, and then as a result I went to the code blue situation in that ICU of the hospital. So when the code blue happened, everything stopped. Everything went dark for a while. And then when the code blue happened, the last thing that I lost all this, lost of the senses was my hearing. So even though I could not see, and i could not talk i could not do other things but i could still hear and through the hearing i could hear that the paramedics came inside the room and they drove everyone out and they took over and they tried to revive me but they failed and at the end the last thing i remember one doctor said to the other doctor we are rapidly losing him he is not responding at all and the other doctor said we just lost him and that's the last thing that i recall after that i went to a deep sleep but when i went to a deep sleep i felt i always thought that once i died that's it. there is no such thing after life but then i noticed even though i'm physically dead all the things that god gave me my capabilities my analytical capabilities everything everything was still functioning the only thing i did not have was my physical body at that moment i had a like desperate feeling what should i what shall i do now i lost my i lost my home where shall i go what shall i do at that moment a bright light appeared before me when the light came to me i knew that light had superior authority and i have to obey that light and when that light came it was taking me to an unknown destination. I had no other choice. The light surrounded me with its with his, with his radiance and because of that, I could not see anything else other than the light. Together we traveled for enormous distance. For how long, I don't know. But during the transition, I fell in love with that, I call this divine light, because I fell in love because I knew that his its mission was to protect me from any harm that might happen. And after the after the journey stopped, I came to the I was wondering why did the light stop? Then I opened up. Then I saw in front of me, the light was shining on top of a beautiful compound, the most beautiful complex that I ever seen anywhere. It's, It's really magnificent. This entire compound was surrounded with high walls all around it. And I desperately wanted to go inside. I tried all around it i saw there were 12 magnificent gates but none of those gates they were open for me i could not enter and then when i saw there were numerous angels when i saw the angels then i knew that i was looking at the kingdom of heaven and that should be my ultimate goal, is to enter into the kingdom of kingdom of heaven. But there was not a single gate was open for me. At that time, I was sad because I could not enter into that kingdom of heaven. So not being able to enter into the kingdom of heaven, I was wondering where? What is this place, where am I standing? And then I saw a huge platform where I was standing. The platform is about a 1,000 feet long. It's about 250 feet wide. And I was standing on the extreme left edge of the platform. And my initial thought was, why this platform doesn't have any railing? If I fall, where shall I fall? So I looked on my left. And down below I saw was an enormous depth, was a deep, dungeon, dark world. And where I shall fall from there is a, blurb, is a burning lake of fire. So when I fall from there, I would fall into the burning lake of fire. And I didn't really fall there, want to fall there. So immediately I moved a couple of feet away from there. So I don't I don't fall there by chance. But not being able to go inside the kingdom of heaven and the situation where i was i was very very sad and i thought there would be an alternative if there would be alternative i wish there was one at that time i saw in the middle of that platform in the center the platform there was it it's like an altar with the three steps and on top of the third step i saw there was a huge throne and on that throne it felt like somebody was sitting there and when i looked up and i saw there was lo and behold the almighty lord was sitting there when i saw the almighty lord nobody need to tell me who that almighty was i automatically knew he was the almighty lord at that time i did not know anyone other than god so i knew that it was god himself and then when i saw him i looked at his face only once And I started to tremble. He appeared to me like a mighty giant of pure light with blazing fires in his eyes. And when I saw his face, I was totally ashamed for all the wrongful things that I've done in my life. And every one of my sins that I committed they were flushed before my eyes. Some of them I already forgot, but everyone was flushed before my eyes. I could not look at his face second time. I started to tremble. I was only looking at his feet all the time, begging for his mercy, begging for his grace, begging for his forgiveness. I was continuously looking at his feet. And when I was looking at his feet, I was Continuously saying, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I did not know what I was doing. Please forgive me. But I knew that Lord was not going to forgive me. That would be the end of my life. And that fall into the burning lake of fire would have been my permanent death. At that time, I was thinking of falling down there. And as I was looking at his feet, slightly on his left, right on the platform level, I saw right beside there, there was a narrow door, very narrow gate. And through that gate, I could see the entire kingdom of heaven. And needless to say, this was the one and only gate that was open for me to go through the door. I felt like running to the gate, but I did not have courage because I am here in this earth about 5 feet, 6 inches. And the Lord appeared to me. When you stand up there, you'd be at least 70 feet, 75 feet tall. So how could I go through the narrow door if the giant didn't want me to go through? That's as a no-no. The only way we can go through the narrow door only if he lets me in otherwise there's not a chance so I was begging for his mercy I said Lord please 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 when you see me again how can I go through this narrow door please tell me I want to go through this narrow door and he said After repeated pleas, he said that I am sending you back to the earth. Go back and complete your unfinished tasks. I will see you again. And then I begged him, please tell me what I need to do to go through this narrow door when you see me next time. He did not respond and I started to cry out to him. Please, please tell me, because when I go back to the earth, I'll do doing the same mistakes over and over. Then he said, when you go back to the earth, I want you to love your family and love your children. And he said, this is very fundamental things you must love your family and love your children then i started to cry out to him asking lord please please tell me what i need to do which church i need to go which temple which church which synagogue where do you want me to go When I go back, I'll be making the same mistakes over and over. Please tell me what I need to do. Then he said to me, those things are not important to me. I was shocked. because I thought the more religious a person is, the closer to God he is. But God himself is saying, those things are not important to him. What he meant to me, he said, what I want to see from you is your relationship with me. I want to see how true, how sincere, how honest you are with me every day, 365 days a year, seven days a week. And I said, Lord, please, I'm a simple human being. Please tell me what I need to do to go through this narrator. Then he gave me one directive. He told me before, love your family, love your children. But then he gave me five instructions. And I'll share my those five instructions with all of you. The first instruction is always tell the truth. Do not be afraid to tell the truth some people ridicule upon you when they hear the truth but you must tell the truth now the truth to me has two meanings first is don't tell lies, and second meaning is share the truth what you are witnessing here what is witnessing up front and what are you witnessing on your left share this truth with everyone do not be afraid So, I am sharing this truth with you. Second instruction is, from this day on forward, commit no more sins. The wages of sin is death. I got that one. Third instruction is, surrender yourself completely. Completely should be underlined unto me, in your daily life. Let me be the driver in your life." And the next instruction, he said, walk with me. Now, walk with me, I did not understand because I came from a different background. How can I walk with a giant? I was looking at 5 foot 6 myself, and he's about 75 feet. How can I walk with a 70, 75 feet tall giant? Is one step is going to be, I have to run a race just to catch up with one, one of his steps. But now I understood is, walk with me means walk in the direction the Lord wants to go. If I'm going backward and sideways, then we're not walking with him. And the final instruction is said, be kind to the poor. Be generous to the poor. They need your help. Now, whenever we hear about generous to the poor, we always think that people need financial help only. Not necessarily. People could be poor in many ways. Like they could be educationally poor, mentally poor, physically poor, and emotionally poor. We could be poor in many ways. But these days, what I see most people are spiritually poor. Even people, they go to the church, day, you know, weekly, daily, it's still spiritually poor. Because what he's looking for is a one-on-one sincere, honest, true relationship, each and every one of us. And that's basically what I I experienced, they sent me back to that hospital back. I was gone for three days and three nights. And then after I came back, within, I would say within two weeks, I was out of the hospital, practically without any medication, nothing at all. And now I'm back to work and I'm still on my feet.
0: Santa- yes. Santos, yes santosh you did come back and you are a believe it believer in jesus as your messiah your lord how did that come about i mean did you have that realization while you were experiencing uh this unknown god presence in heaven or was that after it came afterwards because These things happened to
1: me in 2006, October 2006, and I was back to work in November 2006. And then by the end of December 2006, I was back to work and back into my work. And then my first project after that was in China. So I was going back and forth to China very frequently. And then i had to start writing the two books that he said so i wrote the first book and it got published and the second book after the china project my next project was in india so i was going back and forth quite often so by 2008 2009 i have finished the you know the book projects that the lord asked me to do and then but i still didn't know what what did i experience because the mighty giant of pure light that i witnessed he was unlike any of the gods and goddesses that i was familiar with in my in my religion it was completely different and what did this narrow door mean? so i wanted to find all it was bothering me and then i think it's was about 2010, most likely the Easter service of that year. There's a church here in Middleburg Heights, close to where I live, is there uh, they had an Easter service and my daughter was invited to join the queer group there. And then she did and she invited you know her mom and me to join. And that's the first time I ever Attended an Easter service anywhere, and that in that sermon, the senior pastor Jonathan Schaefer, first time I I heard him speak, and he was speaking that day, what that narrow door means, as if his sermon was exclusively for me. He quoted some Bible verses. I went back home. I looked at those things. And what he said is exactly what I witnessed. So that drew my interest. And I kept coming back to this church every Sunday so I can learn
0: more. Santosh, so, you had witnessed the one that you, after, after being in heaven knew then as jesus uh and your uh religion previous to this were a number of gods in the hindu hinduism um and and some of them look very foreign but the g the jesus that you explained in heaven the god that you saw in heaven was huge and was his appearance more uh like a human uh, how would you explain that because you had this this going on as well what you had been taught to expect as the gods and what you had not been taught as god how did that how did that um how did that speak to you
1: well what i witnessed there is first i was i He appeared to me as a giant, very frightening giant, with blazing fires in his eyes. But soon, when he spoke to me, I felt his love, his compassion, his mercy, his grace on me. And through his grace, I witnessed that what whom I witnessed there that God is none other than love love is the form of god and that's my god is is full of love
0: yes santosh you were then and are now an accomplished professional um and you had experienced the god of love and sometimes i think we can forget that what is unique certainly to the God of of Jesus the Messiah is love it that's was one of his names in the Bible um and that is something uh that is exclusive in his own personhood and you experience that so today uh Santosh we're wrapping this up wish we could go longer but you did write a book uh the 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 second book the final book that you had written tell us about that where where can we get it and what's the name of it two books that i wrote and they were combined with my
1: interpretation and that final book is is my encounter with jesus at heaven's gates is available in amazon around the world And, uh, you know, if you just go to the Google and search for it, you'll find it. My encounter with Jesus at Heaven's Gate.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today, Santosh. It's been a great blessing speaking with you and and thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. God bless. And God bless each of you. you. So, now for the great news if you are in christ jesus be of good cheer because heaven is in your future until next time take care and god bless thank you thank you for watching this episode of heaven encounters if you'd like more information you can go to randy k ministries at randyk.org take care and god bless